Okay. Um, let me get this going. So what I have for you Oh, here we go. What I have for you are a few works um, from uh, my last year at Davis until now. And the reason why I chose the works that I'll, that I'll show you is because um, I'm very focused on process. And my last year at Davis, I kind of touched on an idea that I've been more or less working through um, ever since. And um, so, um, Starting with my thesis, this is my show, uh, my show at Davis. And um, at that point, what I was doing is I was um, mixing up some Elmer's glue with uh, sawdust and uh, swimming ink in very large amounts. And it made a kind of goopy material that um, was like pitch black and dried hard. It was very matte black. And what we're seeing here in the, um, from front to back is um, the front piece is a line drawing that um, loops the space and behind that is a 10 by 10 foot um, kind of mat that's an inch thick and behind that is, is, a, is a ring um, that's kind of wedged in and um, you can see the detail of the texture of the material there. So besides the ring, the, these two pieces, the mat and the line are just purely uh, the glue, the sawdust, the ink with some glitter mixed in. So like this piece was um, like the night sky just kind of fell in this, this space. And, um, and what I was getting at with doing that was an idea of making something that I could work with that was almost like paint, but it dried like a sculpture. So it was like a mix of the two. And this piece uh, became more of like a spider web um, where I would mash the mixture onto this, the, the rope um, itself by hand. And you can see the texture there. And I, I was getting at making objects that could be cut free from the rope support from the web. Um, the problem was that, that I found was that um, just kind of structurally, the glue didn't hold up after a few days. It, it kind of drooped down and became, became um, very soft, which was kind of fun in itself, but I wanted to find something that would hold up um, over time. And this, that led me to um, these pieces, which are called cluster seeds. And uh, I started to use uh, polyester resin instead of the glue, so it's much more structural, and these are basically random shapes that I would form by tying rope to the, the floor and the walls of my studio and just covering them with layers of uh, resin and sawdust. And so as that is repeated, you get the kind of shell um, around the, uh, the rope, and it was cut free, and you could have a kind of standalone piece. So I made four or five of those. Um, this piece was called Hull. I was thinking about the history of rope being used on ships and boats, um, not tying uh, the technology of rope being used to sail a ship and to navigate. Um, that's about seven feet wide. Um, I started to bring in things like burlap and 
canvas um, to create a surface to work off of. And, um, but eventually I, I started to want to work smaller uh, so I could kind of go through more ideas on a, on a quicker um, time scale. Uh, this one's called a shipwreck. It was drawing on the idea of, I heard that if a ship would sink, you would, um, the shore next to where it sank, you would find objects kind of washing up on shore um, as time passed. And I just, just like that idea. So I would use things like um, paintbrushes, wire, canvas, ink, uh, whatever I had on hand, and you just uh, present that as a loose pile. Um, this piece, so I would create paper pulp in a blender and um, repeatedly grab the pulp and squeeze it with my hand, um, essentially creating a, a, a casting of the inside of my, of my hand uh, with, with the pulp and then let them dry. Uh, and then I would dip those in ink and then in resin. So then in the end, you get a kind of stand, like a resonated um, hand, like a, like a fist print. Um, I made about 50 of those. Again, they, they, would, they were in a loose pile um, uh, to present them. Um, from that point, I started to get into painting the surface. Uh, this piece is about four or five feet tall. Um, the painting I found was interesting. It, it's, it both masked uh, what, what was being used, so you couldn't really see what it was. Um, under the paint. So also, um, also you just kind of see the surface of the, the piece. So the texture itself popped out. Um, I chose the color because I was thinking of things like um, rituals such as brushing teeth. And this is kind of a toothpaste color. Um, the same body of work, um, this piece, it's about six feet tall, same as me. And just started hot gluing rope to itself, um, kind of with a nod towards uh, 3D printing because you, once you can't tell what it is, it, it could really, it's just a material to, to work with and, and see what happens. Um, the color, I tried to mimic uh, wrought iron as if this was um, something that you could find as an artifact. And this is also from that body of work. Uh, it was gessoed um, on the outside, so um, I just left that bare. I just kind of liked the way that it, the surface would catch the light and um, was thinking of it, ideas like skeletons and bones and things like that. And um, so these next few slides are uh, kind of a behind the scenes glimpse into how the works in this show were were made and um, I, uh, I started um, some theaters that were changing out their line sets. Uh, they gave me their old rope. And so all of a sudden I had thousands of feet of very thick rope that was basically in pretty good shape. Um, so was working, um, working looser, um, leaving part of the, ro uh, the rope bare. You can see the tape kind of masking off part of the rope so that it wouldn't be covered up with the sawdust and the resin. Um, just leaving less tension, more, more playful in terms of how they were built. 
And this is a photo of these pieces um, after the, the sawdust and resin phase, um, at which point, and the green tape is just uh, masking off the rope there. Um, at which point they were gessoed for painting. So you're, I found that it was almost like making a, a canvas um, around the rope. Um, and so yeah, these were the, the finished pieces. Um, I started this body of work at the beginning of lockdown. So <clears throat> um, was thinking about like the nastier side of nature, you know, things like germs and bacteria and even, even parasites. Um, where I live, it's pretty, pretty rural and you get a lot of ticks on our dogs and even on us too. Um, these last two was thinking about things you would use to, to clean, um, to make sure your home is clean, to make sure that your space is safe. Uh, which was drawing on colors you might find in a hospital, kind of neutral colors. And these instruments were, you know, things you could use on your yourself, your home. And uh, yeah, the, um, the last few slides are what I've been working on since. They're unfinished. Uh, they're in progress. Um, I don't have a whole lot to say about them at this point. I don't know uh, what they're going to be yet but I'll just show you kind of where I'm at at this point. Um, I've been working on a smaller scale, not thinking too carefully or too much about what I'm making, just um, seeing what happens. I'm not sure what these are gonna be, but I think probably I'm gonna combine um, them into some kind of group piece. And the very last part I wanted to show is uh, I, I custom built the studio where I work with the resin and it's essentially uh, a deck um, on the property where I live. It's a, it's a ranch, so it's plenty of space. And I just built a cube on top of the deck that, um, whose walls open up to allow fresh airflow. So I've been able to work safely with the resin. And they shut that down, which creates a kind of greenhouse. And, um, and um, over the years, I've found ways to be, to, you know, to be effective and safe so I can focus on um, what's coming out of them. So thank you very much for having me in the show and for um, listening to me talk. And uh, feel free to check out my website for more info where I'm on the gram as well.